When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to the Dear Ladies Podcast. I'm joined today with your co-hosts Erica and Lisa for our really amazing interview with Quiva O'Brien from the beerclub.ie. Um, but before we get into the interview, I'm just going to remind you to like, subscribe, and comment. Let us know what you want to hear from us. And you can find us again at wherever you get your podcasts and also on YouTube. But before we really get into the interview, I'm going to ask the perennial question. What are you drinking? So Lisa, what are you drinking? So I have uh, gone for something low-key. I'm having a rest day today, so try to be no no alcohol. So I've got the Dungarvan main sale, which mm. is their alcohol-free pale ale. So love to see more local craft folk getting in on the uh, low and no alcohol bandwagon, especially as we get up to our uh, dry January. So uh, so far, so good. And Erica, what are you drinking? I have Hope Beer's Winter Seasonal Emmer Stout. And I'm showing uh, our viewers on YouTube the can. Uh, I just started drinking it a few minutes ago, and it says it has notes of roasted grain, coffee, and dark chocolate. And it's really, really delicious. Yeah. (laughs) And Quiva, what are you drinking? So technically, I am in our office today, but I was doing a couple of tasting notes. So I'm not completely drinking, but I'm sampling the um, delicious Heaney, the farmer is the man saison. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I know it's probably a bit late in the year for saison, but um, it is full on lemony and herbal. And oh yeah, it's exactly kind of what I needed for something light for my tasting notes there today. So highly recommend it if you haven't got your hands on it yet. I enjoyed that one too. Lovely. Yeah, it's a good one. And and from like a light lemony saison, I'm going to go the complete opposite way with a 10.9%. Um, white hag barrel aged black board 2020. Um, yeah, completely on the other end. People seem to really like really be obsessed with the barrel aged black board. I know it's kind of a bit of like an Irish uh, whale, if you will. Um, that people seem to really, really like. And it, I mean, it's exactly, it does exactly what it says on the tin. It is a barrel aged stout that's, you know, it's got all those flavors that you could get from the barrel. And it's, it's really like rich and, and, and everything that you expect with this kind of a style. Like it's just dead on, bang on. So I can see why people really, really go for it. And your nail varnish is black to match. 
Yeah, well, it shows my top. Like I just, I just was, I was theming myself today with you know the black everything. So there we go. Uh, well, the, the other three of us are all rocking Christmas jumpers. Um, right, not fans. <laughs> um, and then I think you're probably still in your Halloween vibes. Are you there, Christina? Well, that's that's just year round for Always. me. Like that's just a way of life. You know, Halloween decorations. You mean just house decor? Like I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What is this seasonal thing you speak of? <laughs> but before we really, get, I, you know, Quiva, before we get more into, into questions from us, I just kind of want you to sort of introduce what you do to to our listeners and kind of, kind of, yeah, exactly. What is it that you do, and how did you, how did you start your journey into beer and 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 those sorts of things? Just so uh, basically, a job interview. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, my journey into beer is is quite. I, I, weird is probably too dramatic or is a bit dramatic but um unusual although maybe many people are unusual uh, to get into beer originally um I was a psychologist so I did that for a couple of years I was uh, working in children's services in the UK and as you can imagine um that, that's a bit of an emotionally taxing job and um got to a point where I was like why am I even doing this anymore I'm not enjoying it mm. um so my family where um have been or sorry have been running two physical off licenses since I I know the dates on this are funny because it was it feels like this was long before I was even legally able to drink so I would say since 2004 2005 maybe giving away my age there um and while I was living up my psychology life in the UK um they took over or um started kind of co-running now full-time running the the beer club that I eat so when we're an online craft beer store um and then they at one point they kind of went hey if you're sick of this psychology thing we kind of need someone cool and hip I don't know why they thought it was cool and hip I've never been cool or hip um can you come over and just help us like with the marketing because like you have like Instagram and stuff like that and that's not quite how they asked but it was the general gist and I came over or I came home I should say and I was responsible for kind of looking after all the, the, all the social media. And then one of the things that we were doing, we were doing online Twitter tastings um, as part of our subscription plans that we do. We stopped doing that because nobody really wants to be interrupted watching the match on Tuesdays. <laughs> or I don't know what the matches were, but apparently they were they were popular. It's not, not my thing. But it was actually it was Yellow Belly's Citra Pale Ale that I tried. And I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. This this beer thing is kind of cool. Um, and kind of been hooked ever since um, and that was that's four years ago so I was long story short continued kind of working with the family business for a couple of years then I was approached by Guinness to join their beer specialist team so I did that again for about 18-ish months I have no concept like I don't even know how we're in November 2021 <laughs> um, and then just before the pandemic hit um, I, I had, I'd left Guinness to go to another kind of beer company, but during the lockdown, I realized that actually what I really was passionate about was kind of being a bit more hands-on in the industry. So I came back to the family business and my official title has changes depending on who you ask, um, which should be me most of the time, but it changes every time. <laughs> um, so technically I look after kind of all of the e-commerce piece so um everything online I supervise the the craft beer purchasing in so I really get all the food uh, all the super fun jobs I'm like what beers do we have how do I want to sell them to people and 
I've also had the really fun job of hosting online beer tastings. Now, they were way more popular last year because we were all mm. stuck at home. Um, and I basically got paid to talk beer to people and obviously drink the beer with them. Horrible, horrible job, as you can imagine. And <laughs> um, so, yeah, I basically have all the fun, all the fun jobs when it comes to beer. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much my role, although obviously it's a bit more stressful than that. But yeah, it's pretty much it. <laughs> Pick beers, sell beers, talk beers. That's probably it. <laughs> and did you see an uptake in things like growlers and crowlers and mini kegs during the pandemic? Oh my God. Yes. There was kind of, so we all went into what lockdown, what was it like the, it was like the 15th or the 11th of March or something. It was before St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's day and um, both the physical uh, stores, we have one in uh, carry out in Mulhuddard, Dublin 15 and carry out in Tyrrellstown. Um, again, Dublin 15 um, and sorry, the Tyrrellstown one phys- uh, has a, um, has a growler station. So that's a takeaway container for beer. You guys kind of, being from further afield are probably far more aware of kind of the use of growlers and crawlers not massive here just yet um but people it was just like I'll get it I'll pop into the local off license because I don't have to queue for 40 minutes to get into the huge big supermarket and you know what we're going to do our best to support local and well you're, you're telling me that that mini keg comes from the brew down the road brilliant I'll buy that and that'll do me for the weekend or you know we're, we're having a barbecue and a safely distanced one and they were it was almost like we could not order in stock enough or fast enough I should say and I feel like breweries couldn't produce stock fast enough um mm. I think we probably weren't the only business only beer business I'm oh, sorry I know sorry I say this knowing how very very lucky we were and still are um that yeah just yeah it was like I'm gonna say a 27 hour that's not right a 24 hour seven day a week kind of kind of business we were running and mm. yeah we, we were getting uh, deliveries in mad early in the morning I think at one point I was um sitting here in our warehouse getting deliveries of, of stock in at 11 p.m because people were just trying to do everything it was, it was like um I smell like whack-a-mole <laughs> do we all remember the game like yeah. I focus on this thing oh no let's do that thing um and it was just mayhem but it was People were, and in fairness, still are, it's tapered off a little bit, but people are very much, I want to try the kind of the local thing. I'm up for trying something new. Um, and hey, if I'm able to try it in a format I haven't tried before, like a mini keg or a crowler, which is kind of the, the, the canned draft beer, which is technically it's a brand name, but we all know, yeah, it's like Hoover, yeah. we all know. Um, so yeah, no, so it's good to see that kind of uptake is still, is still around, just maybe not at the same level as last year, thankfully. That busyness is definitely a good problem to have. Absolutely. Um, and yes, our, I suppose our, our cousins, our siblings in, in the alcohol industry, which would be, say, the pubs, yeah, they had a really horrible year. So I, I complain knowing that it's a very privileged complaint to make, as, as do all my colleagues here. We give out, but, yeah. <laughs> but we know we're lucky. <laughs> what, what does it look like, too, with, with more and more, especially the smaller producers, shifting to cans? We know that, you know, a lot of them weren't set up initially. But now yeah. that we're, you know, a little less uh, locked down and can go to pubs and so on, are people still buying a lot of cans? It seems like especially for things that maybe are from the next county over or something that's not immediately on top at your local pub I'm wondering if that appetite has stayed or if that sort of shifted with things being more open 
um from a kind of a, a like a sales and a um like a, a stock turning over perspective that it, things have definitely slowed down but um what seems to have happened last year um is that maybe people were kind of purchasing from us physically online or yeah you know what I mean either online or physically in store Mm. and they've had you know it was you know you'd get dressed up to go to the supermarket and people were like well (laughs) if if I'm out anyway I'll spend time looking and um and what it seems to have happened is that people will maybe go in pick up say maybe their, their bottle of wine or you know their slab of Guinness or whatever it was but then they they'd say look do you know what um you know they they'd be open to trying say for example like um erica your hope that you're drinking they, they you know we'd be able to kind of direct them like okay if you're you're into your guinness maybe give this a go it's local and that kind of attitude still kind of seems to be hanging about a little bit mm-hmm. um i think what last year did as well is um kind of again from a beer nerd perspective and, and you guys could probably uh, uh, you know we're kind of the same kind of headspace when it comes to our love of beer just maybe at, at different sides of the coin that were you or or what kind of what seems to happen is that people stuck to say their core flagship favorites uh, so for me say I'd be going in to get some trouble brewing ambush but while I'm in there I might pick up one or two news um but I wouldn't be going in just to pick up all the newbies um so mm. I, I don't know if if our Friday night or Saturday or whatever day of the week was your your treat that, I, that that became almost more important because everything was just so horribly stressful for everyone mm-hmm. um but yeah kind of from the other end of, the, of, the, of that coin you guys would have to tell me because I just kind of existed last year <laughs> so I'm a bit of a blur still <laughs> no I think you're right I think more people are reaching more for flagship beers or the core range or thing like things that seem comfortable like a, your mm-hmm. favorite standard and stuff and yeah like I know personally I'll I definitely still reach for for new ones and new exciting mm-hmm. beers but I'm really like commonly find myself like going to little or going to Aldi mm-hmm. and seeing like the Irish craft beers that are there and just that I know and I like and I'm picking them up or going to Martin's and picking up like my my the ones that I just they're comfortable there's that the mm-hmm. but but in the very best way you know you just know that it's going to be good and then you know having the one or two maybe newbies added but but really going for several of a beer that I I know is going to just kind of exactly as you said, just kind of hit that spot on on your Friday night or or whatever. What about you, Erica and Lisa? Uh, yeah, like I definitely sought out um, opportunities to be social, um, whether it was remotely or in real life. Um, there were some meetups that we had um, with the Ladies Craft Beer Society of Ireland, as well as um, online festivals and. I think you're going to talk about this later, but I did an advent beer calendar box um, this past year as well. So, um, yeah, it was kind of a, a balance between um, the new different beers, but also, um, you know, like the the ones that were consistently there that I had already tried and, and knew that I liked. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And I feel like I the, now that we can go back to pubs more regularly, I feel like the novelty of just being in a pub and having something on draft <laughs> is worn off a little bit, but I'm still like, oh, thank God, thank goodness there's a place I can go and get Ambush or get, you know, um, yeah. or, or get some of my favorite hope beers. But I have the same thing almost where there's a balance of 
you know, mm-hmm. the cans in my fridge, I always have certain hope beers, certain Valley Cabin beers, mm-hmm. just because they're so good. And so I just need to have them there and know they're, you know, they're, they're accessible and available. But I also kind of want to be surprised by some mm-hmm. of the other stuff that's out there. But I think, I, you know, but like you're saying, Erica, too, I don't think I would buy a whole sort of, you know, sort of mixed case of things I haven't tried yet. But again, when it comes to like the advent calendar type thing there, I do mm-hmm. want to be totally surprised. But I think there's that kind of that sense too, like, yeah, the, the core ranges can feel really comforting and just to know that sure. the quality is good and, you know, you're, you're just going to, you know, you're going to get a great beer. And I think as well, being able to physically um, sit down indoors and have our pints in a proper glass made such a big difference yeah. to me rather than just sitting outside with a, a plastic <laughs> cup, even if it was yeah. a fresh takeaway pint, you know, we're just um, making baby steps of progress. And fingers crossed that everything stays open this mm-hmm. side of, or sorry, this side of Christmas. The, yeah, yeah. It's, it's scary. Um, yeah. So anyway, I on, on one hand, um, kind of as a, as like as as a human, which makes me sound like we're the four of us. One of us is not human. <laughs> um, as just as like just someone living in Ireland, that you're like, oh, I I hope everything stays open. Um, but then on the on the other side, kind of from a, a business perspective, we're like we have this little mean mentality. We're like, oh, wouldn't it be lovely to kind of get that peak again. But then you're like, but it's, it's on the backs or off the backs, whatever the expression is, mm-hmm. of again our kind of um, on premises counterparts. So yeah. yeah, so it's a it's a weird dichotomy to to hold. <laughs> And we might as well, we might as well ask you now, because we brought it up. Can you tell us about your Advent box and how that started and how it's going? And yeah. Oh God. Advent calendars. Well, first of all, I'm so very excited. They are, um, you, 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 I kind of because I know some of you guys have have purchased them at least I think you were one of the first people to buy them. You were like, because I was like, oh, I know that name. Um, <laughs> that um, they actually require so much effort yeah um, I mean they must and yeah just because <laughs> it's 24 bottles and or cans yes yeah so um so we started doing ad- an advent calendar I think I'm gonna say about three years ago mm-hmm. I feel like that that timeline might might not be correct um but it wasn't there so kind of last year and this year what we wanted to do was we were like <sighs> everything was horrible last year and sorry not everything again very privileged I'm aware of that it was a very unpleasant year for mm-hmm. for lots of us so we kind of said look we're we've done this advent calendar before we can we weren't really happy with the execution um so what we decided to do we went and we got our our very own advent box created just for us um literally from from the, the how tall the box was to how fat mm. each little section was and how there were I'm not I can't even remember can't even uh, remember exactly how many times we packaged the advent calendar and it's like on a shipping box and we turned it sideways and we shook it like um <laughs> like we were shaking a cocktail yeah. because we were like this is exactly how the couriers are going to treat it yeah. um yeah. but the so the, the the idea was that we wanted to give people who were in this headspace of hey let's let's support local let's um let's kind of try Irish and people were open to trying new things that we kind of we wanted to do something a little bit different so um so we yeah so we kind of we went ahead with our our fancy box um last year it was unbelievably um it, it I think it sold out before we even hit like October it was just oh, wow. insane <laughs> um and yeah like the yeah 
<laughs> I'm, I'm still slightly in shock. I think I'm, I'm still traumatized from it. Um, but yes, so it, it went down very well. There were a couple of like little kind of courier issues. Um, as I'm sure there always is. And given, because I, th- I think it was, it was a 550 or something we sold out last year. And um, I, I don't know if you've ever tried to keep track of 550 items all going out at the same time. <laughs> with many like does that one have a letter or was that one or two and anyway super stressful but this year thankfully more organized way less stressful well at least I think it's less stressful either that or I'm just blocking it all out um I I had the super fun job of picking all 24 beers Mm. and I was trying to do it in the headspace of as 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 a, as a beer lover um I would like to be kind of to have some of those oh they're you know, I've had that before. That's really delicious. With Oh, I haven't had this before. Oh, I'm not sure I like that one. But hey, do you know what? I've tried that one. That's cool. Maybe I like the next one. Mm-hmm. And saying that is really easy. But then you're kind of sitting there going, oh, my God, is that too many lagers? Oh, no, is that is, is like, oh, is how many sours can I put in? Oh, do you think people would like us? Anyway, there's no way I'm going to make everybody happy. But <laughs> if, I, if, if, if you guys had purchased that, uh, say for me, um, okay, I'll say I'm biased, but I would be very happy to get that those range of beers. I feel like it's a very good representation of, of of the beer styles, kind of with some slightly fancier, some more accessible, and some that you know sours are a bit more mighty, aren't they? You either love them or hate them. Are you still taking pre-orders? Yes. So as of what day is it? Today is Sunday. So as of tomorrow, we're starting to ship out and prep all, all our boxes. So I don't know if you can see to my left on, on the on the video no I think it's, it's hiding I've like filed up to here <laughs> with all of my addresses and divvying stuff up and um, so yes so for the next kind of say 10 days we are prepping the boxes and dispatching them um, and yeah so slightly terrifying but super exciting um, and I yeah I think yeah so hopefully Lisa and Eric, I, 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 I can't remember who's ordered what but I know that you're on you guys are on a list somewhere that I'm hoping that you love them um or at least they're like oh yeah her 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 beer choices are all right <laughs> I'll accept that that's a very low bar um yeah so yeah hopefully for people who are like look I kind of like the idea of beer I don't want you know I don't want you know 24 double IPAs that's mm-hmm. a bit much yeah, but hey if that's what you like that's that's cool that's not what we did yeah there I think at the moment there may be 30 maybe 40 left I'm not entirely sure um yeah it'll end up depending on when this is released but um so yeah there are a few left but I think we'll still hit the our, our sellout which is brilliant but again stressful because then it's, it's more of a scramble to kind of catch up on bits um and I did email you guys a second or well, a second ago before we jumped on this that um there is I have created a discount code for you all and for the, and for the listeners and I would have to double check the spelling of it but I believe it was um beer ladies podcast i think okay. um but if you guys want to share it on social media go for it yeah, um, fantastic thank if people you even want to like message me to confirm what i said please do because it's, <laughs> it's there <laughs> of course you guys are welcome to use it personally as well and yeah. um, but yeah it's valid up until um the 31st of december so even if you weren't doing christmas presents but wanted to treat yourself in january and mm. um, if you're doing dry january i generally don't but <sighs> yeah <laughs> each to their own and yeah. um, yes so pre-Christmas time is insane but that's why I'm wearing my Christmas jumper because yeah. I'm feeling Christmassy and um, I might even stick frozen on um while I'm finishing <laughs> up my work here just to get into the zone um but yes 
super fun beers coming to through well I was gonna say not quite I was gonna say door um post boxes but um probably not post boxes it's a 12 <laughs> kilo box it's not gonna fit through a post box um but yes some delicious beers coming to you soon via a career <laughs> Oh, and yeah. how does that compare to your Oktoberfest box then? Um, so yes, so the the Oktoberfest box, oh God, that was actually a little bit stressful. Uh, I feel like everything I do is stressful. No, it's, not, <laughs> it's not at all. Um, so Oktoberfest beers, so there's, there, as you, you guys probably know, but maybe not everybody knows, there are six official Oktoberfest beers. And in Ireland, um. I think the only one that was uh, actively being imported by one of the kind of the, the one of the kind of the typical beer um, importers here was the Hofbrau Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm. So uh, last year we kind of said, look, we'd love to get our hands on on um, on all of them because there seemed to be a little bit of an interest. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary people were asking us so last year we imported loads of them and we did the, the same this year so what we did was rather than selling them individually um because one that's much harder to keep track of all the stock um but we what what we did this year was that we kind of we had an Oktoberfest box so there were two variants of that so one was that you would have uh, one by six of each of the Oktoberfest beers and the other one which was the one we released first was two of each of the Oktoberfest beers so you'd get your you know your two Hofbrau your two Spaten your two Hackers for your two August dinner I'm starting to run out now um but yeah it was two of each of them um, and it, they were extremely popular and understandably because who doesn't love a, a good mm. Martin 
Mars and mm-hmm. handsome. I can never say it properly, but French was my thing and even in school and even then it wasn't great. So <laughs> I leave yeah. it up to other beer I people. I think I have two left. I've got the but so glad to find that box because like you say, they're not easy to find here necessarily, no. which is no. kind of surprising. But yeah. And, and we did have a little bit of a disaster uh, when we imported them ourselves. Um, sorry, rather there than kind of going through one of our other suppliers um, who I have to say in general are brilliant just mm-hmm. this time that wasn't on their radar didn't want to do it and that's cool um, but unfortunately the um, the I don't know what happened something tipped over or somebody reversed into it we're not really sure but we ended up losing probably about six cases of Oktoberfest oh beer mm. and yes given they were kind of a bit like gold dust in the first place it was a little bit stressful but look Beer, beer, beer spills. Um, yeah, beer, beer, you know, we, we've all accidentally dropped a, a can or a bottle and been heartbroken. But yeah, should we get over it? Don't we? No <laughs> point crying over spilled beer. Maybe, maybe just be sad for five <laughs> minutes and then you get over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I actually, when thinking about some of those, like kind of, I'll say curated in air quotes, uh, boxes, how much of that is either working directly with a brewery or a different distributor? It's probably a mix depending on what you're trying to, to do, but do you have to kind of build some of those relationships individually or is it a little easier to do kind of through, again, something like a distributor or a series of distributors? Just I wonder how they, how that shakes out. You know, that's actually a really good question because I feel like most of what I actually spend my day-to-day life doing is being professional best friends with people. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we're very lucky, I think, uh, um, in Ireland. Now, sorry, I say that and I've never actually worked in the beer industry in another anywhere else. Um, one, I think all of, our, all of our kind of beer suppliers and distributors are extremely friendly. Everyone is always kind of up for, for the chats and the, like they, they seem to genuinely kind of want to get to know you and stuff and kind of and want to know what works well for you and um, so there are there's a handful of kind of of, um, of big distributors that um that like you know you probably have I'd say at least seven or eight of their beers in your fridge um but there, there's a couple of, of, of big ones but then um I'm very lucky in that um I don't we, like we've been around for so long that a lot of the time people approach us um to be like hey would you like to list our beer and generally it's a oh my god amazing when can you deliver it to me mm-hmm. um which is um which is not I, you know I don't think it's the typical kind of sales experience for people um but I yeah I think um for say for example for the advent box it's it's probably about a, an I'd say about 50-50 mix where um I'd get them directly from uh from suppliers or through the um what's going to call it the warehouse, their, their distributor. Now, as some of the companies will only uh, work through their distributor, which is completely reasonable. Uh, one, it means it's less like paperwork for them to chase yeah. up. Um, and some people are still kind of, they're like, like they're super new or or they're just kind of like, they don't have maybe the quantities that some of the suppliers want them to have. So um, it's really nice that it gives a little bit of freedom. But um, actually, I'll give you an example of kind of being like professional best friends with somebody. Um, I... I think it was, it, was, it was last week, it was quite late and um, I got a phone call from one of the suppliers so when I say late, it was maybe half eight, nine o'clock and they were like, Quiva, I'm really sorry those cases that you ordered they're just they're, I'm not happy for them to go into can I've pulled off this amount, do you still want them? Do you want me to swap for something else? And, um, and we, we literally, we talked through it and I was like, mm-hmm. look, that's fine, how about we do this instead of that? And 
easy peasy done so um which and that's much easier to do than um kind of going through almost like a conduit which are the the distributors but then saying that the distributors you know the amount of times that something has fallen through in the last minute and you give them a call and they're like leave it with me and they'll rock up an hour later mm-hmm. with with their solution and um, like sometimes physically rock up with with stuff for me <laughs> so um so yeah so we're I think in in the in kind of the Irish beer industry and kind of like as con, you know me as the the retailer and you guys as the consumer that I think the passion is absolutely there from the suppliers and the producers and that I, hopefully that passes through people like myself to get to you as well so we're yeah it's a yeah cool did brexit speak. have any kind of impact on that for you as a business um a li- so brexit i feel has just made everybody's life a little bit trickier um particularly in ireland i think but anyway, we're, like, we're not here for political stuff i'm and besides i'm not no expert um one of our big suppliers um would have originally brought in a lot of um a lot, a lot of stuff from, from the uk and obviously that has made it much trickier now um, so some people are, some of the suppliers have kind of gone, yeah, look, we'll continue to bring those in. Um, there's a little bit of them taking a little bit of the financial hit. So there's not a massive kind of price increase. Um, but then some other people have kind of gone, Do you know what? It's just, it's so much paperwork, so much hassle. Mm-hmm. We just don't have the physical time to bring them in. Um, and sorry, hilariously, I paused for a second a few minutes ago because I had an email had just popped up on my screen asking me, oh, are you guys not delivering to the UK anymore? Or sorry, to like to, you know, England, Scotland, Wales. And um, no, the couriers just don't want to be dealing with alcohol and filling out the forms. And oh, yeah, Brexit definitely caused a lot of just beer headaches for people, let alone all the other consequences. And mm-hmm. um, thankfully, though, like, you know, I'm currently sipping away on the, the Heaney Pale Art Heaney Pale Ale, the he, the Heaney Saison. Obviously they're in Northern Ireland, so they're less affected, but yeah. So thankfully we still get Heaney in the Republic of Ireland mm-hmm. as well as some other absolute crackers from up north. And we don't have to be bold and take a run up to, to Nuri to get our hands on. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> you if you do. Every time I go to visit my friends, I come home with loads of <laughs> loads of Northern Irish beer. <laughs> I just, I just want to sort of circle back to like your own personal career in Beer Cueva and um, I guess ask you about what, what you did at Guinness, if you could tell sort of our, our, our listeners a bit more about what your job was and what it entailed yes. and then a bit more about, you know, tasting beer and choosing beer as you do now and, and, and how that, how you do that professionally and, you know, where, where you've got your qualifications and things like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So Guinness first. Um, so my job title in Guinness was um, Guinness Beer Specialist, which is, yes, the absolute coolest job title in the whole entire world. Um, I was one of, oh God, I can't remember now, but I think it was like one of 17 or 19 or something like that. And for quite a while, I was actually the only woman on the team. So I felt I was very privileged but, um, to be able to do that. Um, but also I, I just had the coolest one, like this is the coolest team to work with. Um, we, we all kind of specialized and were nerdy about different aspects of beer and um, where I was like the professional best friend so I could build bridges and like yes let's bring Guinness to, to more people and I can talk to beer nerds in, in, in that nerdy way and oh, it was so much fun so um, as, a, as a Guinness beer specialist my I had a few kind of different roles one was I suppose a kind of super specialist tour guide which I quite enjoyed, uh, particularly if um, I was looking after maybe some brewers or some um, kind of marketing people from around the world. Um, and then 
so that would have happened uh, in the Guinness storehouse, which I don't know if you've ever been, highly recommend. Although again, I'm biased, completely biased. I was paid to be there, but I still loved it. Um, <laughs> and then I spent a lot of my time in the Guinness Open Gate Brewery, so the experimental brewery. And I have a feeling we've potentially hung out there at some point, or I looked after you there. Anyway, I have vague recollections of seeing you guys there at some stage or on a list somewhere. And um, so there, my job was to um, to talk people through the different kind of um, the different options of beer that were available um, that were produced kind of in a in the in the spirit of kind of craft beer. The do you know what, guys? We're going to give this a go, um, and if it works, brilliant. Uh, and if it doesn't, well, then we won't ever do that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, th- there there were some variations of that of the the experimental beers that were there that then potentially went on to. You know, they looked at becoming maybe some some bigger brands and bigger bigger variations uh, so like hop house 13 would have been trialed uh, there first to kind of see what people think and they got feedback on and so it was really cool to kind of be at the to see and to be involved in that um kind of this huge big companies kind of small thought process and mm. they genuinely wanted to know my thoughts which is terrifying <laughs> like little like me um so when actually when I was with Guinness um so to jump back and forth a little bit when I was by the time I had gotten to Guinness I had done some of the qualifications with the IBD so the Institute of Brewing and Distilling and mm-hmm. um, now I actually I traveled over to do those kind of qualifications in the UK but I believe there's talk of them moving here and possibly they're being going to be amalgamated with somebody else so I think there's a lot of stuff up in the air at the moment um but so I had done a lot of my training kind of before I had joined Guinness. So I, I can't even, I actually can't even tell you what qualifications I have anymore because I have, it's just one of the things I'm, I just know I have them. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I am, I'm planning on working um, on my certified Cicerone next year. You never do something in this business in the run up to Christmas because it's, there will be tears and hair falling out. It'll just be super stressful. Um so yeah so there's lots of qualifications I think there's plans to amalgamate kind of a couple of them together um but you know it's just as an aside at the moment I'm actually doing some um beer and food pairing uh training with um with some people in Canada so super handy because everything's on zoom and thankfully it's not until like 10 p.m at night at night so doesn't even interrupt my work day um yeah so there's so much out there um, like official uh, qualifications and just you know you want to learn a little bit more and um, yeah there's so much out there that it's almost overwhelming um, but yeah if uh, yeah if, any, if anyone's interested in any of them definitely feel free to pop me a mail or dm or or whatever to do them but highly recommend just even if just so you can ask really dumb questions that you don't understand <laughs> I have a dumb question I'm sure it is not dumb do you Go ever sleep <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I was very generous to myself today. Um, I did not get out of bed until 10 a.m. And then I was like, I'll be in work for 12. Given it's a Sunday, no one's going to be pulling out of me for stuff. Um, but yes, in the run up to Christmas, very little sleep happens. That's OK. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, end up doing results and making some awful kind of really dumb mistakes. Sure. It's part of the way. And if you can't make fun of your mistakes when you're when you're tired and let your customers make fun of you for your mistakes, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else you'd be doing, but yeah. 
So I guess I'll ask one of our sort of perennial favorite questions. What's your favorite beer or favorite beer style or, oh my gosh, Christina, that's so loaded. I have so many. It depends on the mood and the season and the weather. And uh, Well, yeah, I suppose it's a bit like asking what's your favorite food, isn't it? Isn't that right. Kind of like it, it, it depends. Um, I would generally, so I like most beers. Um, I'm sure if you gave me something very specific, I'd be like, mm, no, I'm not sure I feel about that or not in the mood for that. So generally I would live in that kind of juicy pale ale kind of zone. Um, so we're talking things like Ambush, um, Blind Blocker, kind of Big Bunny. They're probably, okay, slightly different in each of them, but those kind of zones. Um, but this evening I will probably go home and crack open a Ballycoe Cavan Blackwell Irish Stout. Before we started the recording, I think I, I went on about how much I love that one. So that's probably on the, the list. Mm-hmm. Although brown ales, which seem to be getting a little bit of a, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I don't know, uh, they're like, they're so hot right now. Um, yeah. Yes, they are. That, um, that uh, yeah, I think they, they're another style that don't get enough love that I, I don't have, currently have any in the, in the warehouse here, but I will have some now next week. And that will be the first beer that comes home with me for, research purposes <laughs> Fantastic. yeah and we like to think we're making them happen we're manifesting them into the world yeah, by just putting right. it out there and saying just please yes, yes exactly yeah um yes i i think um sorry people have been asking you know you know kind of about special beers for christmas day and we kind of briefly talked about the the pressure on a beer for christmas day that i would probably live like live in, in that kind of the that stout zone for Christmas Day, mm-hmm. um, and just just in case I have something special that I was like have a lot of pressure on to taste exactly as I picture it, and if it doesn't, then I'll, having something like your like my ambush in the fridge to kind of go, well, look, I didn't like that, but I have my ambush. So yeah, I think that's yeah planning Christmas Day already. Oh God, <laughs> I'm, not, not, I'm not ready. I can't do it. <laughs> um, and what about you guys? Do you, um do you have your favorite beers? I feel I feel like I need to flip the script a little bit because I hate being interviewed because I feel like it's it's so unnatural for me. Um, so what would your beers favorite beers be then? I'm going to put it back on you guys. Ooh, for, say, I, say for this time of year. Yeah. For this time, of, well, for I this say, time of year. Yeah, for this time of year, I, I think perennially again the Belly Cavan Brown is just so mm-hmm. good and it goes with everything. It's just yep. you know so solid and and just kind of perfect um in that but again especially for this time of year I think that's good but I would love to see too uh and I feel like I haven't seen enough yet but maybe more like kind of hoppy porters I think would be really really nice this time Mm. of year and I've seen a couple but more would not go amiss just again putting that out there into the universe (laughs) so I'll send some texts afterwards just to (laughs) to put it into the beer ether exactly (laughs) Uh, I would really lean towards coffee stouts um this time of year yeah Mm -hmm. um they're kind of hit or miss like there would be a couple that I would have given a five on untapped and then a couple that just didn't do it for me um okay but I also like a really good red ale Mm. yeah yeah they're they're another style that um maybe doesn't get enough love or sometimes I feel it's viewed as being like an kind of like an old man beer or something which is really harsh um and that probably comes from kind of some of the branding around Mm -hmm. traditional kind of red ales but um yeah they're I don't know I think they're kind of cool yeah 
for me for, for this time of year mm-hmm. I find myself more reaching for like an Oud Bruin or a Flemish Red like I like something oh. funky and a little bit more malty really complex I think especially when the nights get colder it's kind of nice to have sort of that darker have like but but not necessarily darker but like really complex something that pairs more with dark evenings and bonfires and a little less with um sunshine and and you know heat waves yeah. although I mean I I mean I drink everything all year round though but I do mm-hmm. find myself you know reaching for those kind of styles more Oh, because you've mentioned bonfires, I have an absolute craving now for a smoked beer. So thanks, Ooh. Christina. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I don't think I have any, but I might have to go shopping on the way home. <laughs> I I had a nice, it was a smoked sour ale from Canvas Brewing, which was really, really nice. I don't remember oh. what the name of it was, but it's a smoked I sour. Remember. Yes, because they, they Canvas have very unusual names and I can never remember them. <laughs> and they all start to look the same to me because, um, sorry, the the... the the label because they're just kind of yeah they're just so cool and kind of simple and I, I just yeah god it's been a long time since I've had a canvas beer actually mm. I have to go find one track one down good <laughs> shout yeah for sure for sure I yeah oh god now I want a Flemish red oh I think I actually have the Kinnegar um their smoked lager the rock beer right beer I can never pronounce it properly mm. I think I have one of those in the fridge so that although I'm not sure 100% of it is actually smoked but I think that uh, that's probably exactly what I, I crave. So can I just change my mind? Can I go with uh, just, just malty beers, please? Really malty at the moment, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I hear that. I could also go for like a dark Czech lager. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't know, are we, are we just thirsty or is... Possibly <laughs> just thirsty. There we go. Possibly <laughs> just thirsty. <laughs> um. Yeah, God. Um, and now it's like now it's super dark outside just as I look out the window and 100% ready for some dark warming beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I might even, you know, find some special barrel aged beer. I shouldn't be drinking this much. I'm, I'm telling you I'm going to drink all these. I'm absolutely not because I'm up mad early tomorrow. It's so not going to happen. <laughs> so Erica, Lisa, do you have any sort of final questions before we... So we don't quiva all night. <laughs> no, I think that was it for me. Yeah, I've definitely learned a lot and really appreciate your time. Yeah, I think my only other final question would be, are there things you've heard about in the pipeline that might be coming up in, you know, in the new year we should keep an eye out for? Mm. Things that are going to be dropping in the next couple weeks or months. Oh, so I think, uh, first of all, sorry, that's a really good question because, you know, I, I, I feel like I get lots of like, keep an eye out for this or no, yeah. don't tell anyone this is coming um, and so I'm not sorry I'm not gonna <laughs> drop anyone in it or course. anything like that um I think at the moment um all the breweries are kind of like they're this this is their their insane time because yeah. oh, brewing yeah. now for kind of Chris or potentially at, at the end of it but I know that there are a handful of barley wines that are going to make an appearance um and I do like a barley wine but they're probably not just because I personally find them um the they're almost too boozy so my poor little stomach is not able so it's almost like drinking a sour for me that yeah. I probably need to have some Rennie nearby <laughs> um but I think for kind of for Christmas time and kind of yeah those slightly more snuggly 
January bluesy type uh, type times. I think barley wines are probably good for those. I don't think there's, I bet you there is something really dramatic coming or something exciting. And I've just completely forgotten about it because <laughs> I... Because you hear it all day. It's all, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Um, no, I, I think that, I think barley wines are probably the... the, the, the sh- I bet you they'll start appearing now in the next two weeks mm. now that I say that. Um, but no, I don't think I've... I, I've no super secret industry <laughs> insight, no trends or anything uh, that I can think of anyway. Um, no, apart from just hoping that everyone continues to love all the beer which mm. hey we're, we're preaching to the choir here we're, we're that's <laughs> right you don't need to convert us yeah, yeah. now we're already sold on on on, a, on decent beer um yeah no i don't think there is I think that's it uh, we'll just have to keep checking the website seeing what's out mm-hmm. yes, there. yes exactly um and uh, you know obviously i'm i'm very biased we run our own uh, our own on their online even uh, beer store but yeah some you know you'll get some crackers kind of say in your supermarket as, as well Although if you're able to sm- support your smaller local business, go for it. But mm-hmm. not everyone's budget can, can stretch that. And I understand that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm, I've often picked up some beers. Um, I think, was it last year? Thank God for the McGargles range in, uh, in Super Value. <laughs> um, people coming over, taking or not taking, but, you know, having a couple of extra beers and planned. And you're like, but that was my ambush. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So um, yeah. hopefully beer sales continue as they are for everyone and particularly and hopefully the pubs keep going as they are as they are so yeah well thank you very much to Quiva for coming on and letting us sort of pick your brain and ask you a million questions mm-hmm. I yeah I've learned so much um just just about your business and and how and how you do everything and uh, uh, your lack of sleep <laughs> um, and, and I uh, way more sleep than than make it sound I actually do <laughs> and I, I just wish you the best of luck with this run up to the Christmas season and I hope you guys do really really well and I can't Thank wait you. to to see all about your advent box all over social media in the mm-hmm. next couple of well, the next month, I should say. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so thank you so much for coming on, Quiva. It's been wonderful. Thank you for having me, and I can't believe it has been this long since I have seen your lovely faces. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hopefully, we'll get to see them in real life and like double check that they're actually we're actually three D. Real people, <laughs> <laughs> real person. Like, oh. um, but yeah, so hopefully, we'll get to do that soon. Yeah. And have, okay. uh, have more girl and beer crack. Mm, for sure for sure so thank you everyone for listening and just a reminder to like subscribe and we're on youtube as well as wherever you get your podcasts so thank you so much again to quiva and uh, i think we'll say goodbye Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.